Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Proudly wearing the green and sort of gold of the Green Bay Packers. Back on the, on the right side of the ledger. It's uh, it's me, Preston Scott, and it's Friday, October 21st, the morning show with Preston Scott, program 3458, wandering around, running things as he's supposed to do, his program director of WFLA's, David Allen. He's not, though, in Studio 1A, over in Studio 1A, Ryan Carter. Great to be with you this morning. We've got a, uh, a Friday show that will not, repeat, not have a seminal pick'em contest for obvious reasons. FSU football off this weekend. But uh, we will talk FSU football. An extended segment with uh, Ira Chaffel of Warchant.com. That coming up next hour. We also have stupid criminal stories today and what's to be Friday as well as uh, plenty of other things to talk about. Big stories in the press box. Man, it, it's... This is a gift-wrapped election for Republicans. But, then you just fill in the blank. Um, whether they they take advantage of the gift, don't know. Uh, if if I say much of anything, people get mad, so I don't generally think about what uh, what other people think. And I just say what, what is on my mind and what you know, I think many of you are, are realizing, and that is that... Um, Republicans need a better candidate, but they they don't. They have what they have. They have Donald Trump, and that's the best chance this country has right now. And, um, I mean, just here we go. Ready? Did anyone catch, and honestly, I'm not going to pretend that I, I did. I thought the comment was odd, but I did not catch the severity of the slip of Hillary Clinton's mouth at the debate the other night. She said, the bottom line on nuclear weapons is that when the president gives the order, it must be followed. There's about four minutes between the order being given and the people responsible for launching nuclear weapons to do so. Apparently, the Twittersphere blew up with national security experts just what did she just do one dan mcguire former strategic planner with africom 46 years combined service whether the four minutes is accurate or not anything having to do with response capability is classified she has a tendency to use previous access in her position as secretary of state to give an appearance of knowledge to show she has the answers rather than protect information. And so did she offer classified information dealing with the times required to respond to a nuclear attack? 
So if you are an enemy now of the United States, you know that your goal is three minutes. Or three minutes and 30 seconds to launch a preemptive strike. With the types of weaponry being developed in parts of the world, including us, that's not good. The email on the quid pro quo, according to sources with the FBI, contained Benghazi intelligence. Another violation. Oh my gosh. How much did she expose? We're just getting started. Check of this day in history and the potential expansion of the Olympics next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. When you thought you were right. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 21 minutes past the hour. I can't let go of this Thomas Edison thing. Ryan looked up, found that it was on tin. Here's what happened. He was trying to improve the telegraph transmitter when he noticed the movement of the paper tape through the machine at high speed produced a noise resembling spoken words. So it got him digging. He became curious, experimenting with a stylus, which is now a tiny little um, piece of diamond. I don't know if it was just a metal tip back then or what, on a tinfoil cylinder, he spoke into uh, into the machine and recorded Mary Had a Little Lamb. This is really cool. This is one of the very first ever musical recordings on a phonograph. And... Um, How cool is that? That's pretty cool. And actually, that goes on another three and a half minutes. The entire song's available. But uh, Thomas Edison, man, he was the bomb. The, the Wizard of Menlo Park is what he was referred to, huh? That's cool stuff. This is um, older than Thomas Edison. Unbelievably, I have three different stories in my hand on the same topic. Paleontologists have discovered a new species of dinosaur in Australia. Wide-hipped, long-necked, four-legged plant eater about half the length of a basketball court. Its shoulders stood as high as the hoop itself. So... I guess you would say it's a a smaller version of what you might remember visually from the movie Jurassic Park. In uh, Denali National Park in Alaska, in July, the news just coming out now, 
They discovered the remains, the first ever dinosaur bone in Denali of the hadrosaur. Duck-billed herbivore thought to have been the most abundant large animal in Alaska. Can you imagine a giant duck? You know, my mind goes to Ice Age and the drawings that Sid used to do on the walls. <laughs> he would try to draw himself, and they were ridiculous. And I just have these images of these ridiculous-looking creatures. But I think of all the stories, the most interesting one is one that just came out a day or two ago. Hurricane Matthew. Yeah, we covered the story of Matthew uncovering some Civil War era cannonballs that were live ordnance. North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Nate and uh, Nate Campbell and his wife Peggy on vacation, and they came across a megalodon tooth. A megalodon is the ancestor of the great white shark. Now, to put some scale on this, the tooth that they have is almost as big as my hand is from the base of my palm to the tip of my middle finger. And you have a big hand. Well, I I have an average size hand. It's not as big as my, you know, my size as a person, you know, but right, your hand is not as big as you are. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. Um <laughs> We're talking about we're talking about a, a tooth that measures better than five inches. Now, megalodons, just again to put some scale to this, a great white, a big, big great white is going to be 20, 21 feet. The one in Jaws was measured, I think, at 25, 20. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 28 feet, something like that. The mechanical shark, Bruce. That was the name. Did you know that? The name of the shark is Bruce. Um, the Megalodon grew up to 60 feet in length. This is a tooth from a very, very large predator. That's crazy. I still remember the line from Quint, played by Robert Shaw. This shark, swallow you whole. No, this shark will swallow you whole. Average 40 to 60 feet in length. I I can't even... I I would just cry if I saw a fish that big, that menacing in the water. I'd just cry. I'd wet myself. I'd just... I'd soil my pants right there in fear. Unbelievable. Crazy set of uh, discoveries that just released in the news in the last week, huh? 
27 minutes past the hour. Big stories in the press box. The news is next. Welcome to Friday morning, everybody. The weekend awaits. It's the morning show. First to know, the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Thirty-six minutes past the hour. Talking about Thomas Edison in the last half hour, part of our history segment this morning. Got an email here. <laughs> Edison was at a dinner when another guest quipped that the light bulb was so simple anyone could have thought of it. Edison reached into a bowl of boiled eggs, asked if anyone could stand an egg on its end. After many tries by several guests, they all said it was impossible. Edison tapped the egg on the table slightly to make a small indentation in the shell so it easily stood up. Others at the table said it was so simple anyone could have thought of it. Edison said, yes, but you didn't. <laughs> you know, the other part of the whole thing, we, we I got to talking about Thomas Edison because it was on this date that uh, that the first practical incandescent bulb was invented by Edison. And and it's interesting because he offered a a view that I I didn't know was necessarily one of his mantras, but a story goes that one of his assistants was very downcast after repeated efforts in a given experimentation led to failure. And Edison, in essence, to paraphrase, said, don't be down on yourself. Those aren't a thousand failures. We now know a thousand ways that this won't work. We're, we're closer to how it will work. And, and actually, it is an interesting theory because if you look at, for example, pivoting here, the way that progressives and liberals attack an economy, we now know of a way that doesn't work. We have since the mid-1960s that entitlements and giving people handouts does not work. It does not change the bottom line. And we need to be making arguments. You know, Trump was actually on to something when he spoke to black Americans over the last few months, and he said, what do you have to lose? What they're doing isn't helping you. That's, in essence, Thomas Edison's argument. These are failures, but... If you recognize why they don't work, you're closer to success. So it's really, it's it's very insightful. Big stories in the press box. Clinton's debate reference to nuclear response times might, in fact, have been a release of classified information. What a shock. General's guilty plea that was mentioned by Donald Trump in the debate. Got information on that here. We'll circle back to that in a second. It does indicate a bit of a double standard, doesn't it? He's going to jail. Clinton hasn't even been charged. Her her crimes are far worse. The email at the heart of the quid pro quo controversy contained Benghazi intelligence. And uh, some interesting news in Panama City. Bill's coming there tomorrow. 
We'll get to that and more next. It's Friday, October 21st, and this is The Morning Show with Preston Scott. I've local land laughter. It's The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Just splashed a little water in my face. It's a late night watching a little Green Bay football. <laughs> Just saying. It's like, come on, guys, can't you play games in the daytime? Um, you remember the Aqua Velva commercials? The guys used to slap themselves in the face. That stuff hurts. I I tell you what, I tried I tried that stuff once and I threw the bottle out. I mean, I, I threw that bottle out with such force I broke it. That hurt. Put that stuff on your face after you shave. Skin tightener and chin chillers. I always remember that line. Skin tightener and chin chillers. Yeah, skin tightener. Your skin screams after you slap yourself after shaving with that stuff. Anyway, um, the stories in Panama City. Bubba coming to town. I said, Bill, um, Ryan thinking, you know, I was talking about, you know, iHeart slash, you know, big time star Bill Kelly. But uh, talking about... um, Bill Clinton, the other Bill. He's going to be in Bay County tomorrow, 10 a.m., your time. And uh, he'll be at the Martin Luther King Jr. Rec Center in Panama City on uh, East 14th. So um, if you want to hear Bubba, there you go. I I can hear. Well, you know, I, I there you go. There's Bill Clinton for you. Um. But another interesting story, and and this is one of those, I'm not sure that elected leaders take the time to really talk to people. Because based on the article in the uh, News Herald, this is a mixed bag. There was a, a historic part of Panama City that used to be called Harrison. It is kind of a a downtown historic part of the city, and they want to rename it Harrison. And so they did. The Downtown Improvement Board voted to rebrand historic downtown as Harrison. Their hope is that it's going to be easier to market it locally as well as to people in the surrounding region. I get that. I mean, honest and truly, uh, as someone that does not live in Panama City, Panama City Beach area, I kind of get confused between Panama City and Panama City Beach. I know the difference. I know where Panama City Beach is versus Panama City. I get that. But if you're if you're not if you're not necessarily really drilling down deep, I think if you said, hey, come on to Panama City, a lot of people would say, are you talking about Panama City or are you talking about Panama City Beach? Now, here's the interesting part of this. They're not talking about renaming Panama City, just this part of Panama City, the historic part. It, it'll be interesting to see how this goes over because initially not everybody's on board. 
There are some people that think it's just, well, to quote one resident, it's stupid. You should be spending time on more pressing matters. That That's a reference to the Downtown Improvement Board. Others say, I like it. I think it's strong. I can see all people all over the country saying they went to Harrison in Panama City. See, that's interesting. Sort of a sub-section. And, and honest and truly, how different is that from a branding standpoint than, say, Little China in, uh, in New York City? Or any of the other, you know, large cities that have sort of subcultures. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Within. It's like a burrow. Something like that. You know, you, it, it gives you the opportunity to define a space and attach a name to it so that when you say located in Harrison, people go, oh, I know where that is. It's not the most perfect analogy, but it's similar to saying Frenchtown. Hopefully they'll have more success in Harrison than they do in Frenchtown. It's 46 minutes past the hour. It is the morning show. Good morning. His opinion. He just happens to be right. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. All righty, 51 minutes past the hour. I'll try it this way. I've just made my third and final effort to uh, try and secure some time for Rocky Hanna to uh, come into the studios, do a, a sit-down to discuss his run for superintendent of education for Leon County Schools. Uh, if you know Rocky, and I know a bunch of you do, and you're supporters of Rocky, uh, I've made my third and final effort. Uh, we have been ignored. Uh, I have, and we have collectively as a team, reached out three different times and not even received a simple reply that says, get lost. (laughs) I don't know why we would get that kind of reply, but um, we've gotten all of the other candidates in studio and recorded a sit-down with them, and we would like to, in fairness, do the same with Rocky. Um, None of the interviews have discussed any other person. Uh, It has all been about each individual candidate and their reasons for running, what they'd like to see happen, and uh, that's the opportunity we're offering. And so these interviews will be going on to the website over the next day or two. And if you are a fan, follower, supporter of Rocky Hanna, you might want to get the word out because um, this is my last offer. If not, we're going to move right along. I am not required to give interviews to anybody. Um, Sadly, corporate attorneys don't recognize what equal time law means in our business. They don't know the law. I know it better than they do, and it's really sad that I do, but I do. Uh, I am not required to interview anybody, but who I think is a good interview. I don't know if you know that. Equal time laws 
in campaigns pertain to advertising. If you make time available to candidate A at set price, you must make time available to candidates B, C, D, and E at same price. You cannot not make time available to the other candidates. My time, though, on my show is governed differently. The FCC has exceptions for entertainment news programming because they recognize that someone may just be a bad interview and therefore be bad programming. And so, for example, if I wanted to, candidate B might be the greatest interview in the world, full of sound bites and really interesting. And candidate A might be a total stiff. I have I have zero obligation under the law to ever interview candidate A. I don't have to. I can interview candidate B 5 days a week for 6 months if I want to. But I don't do that. You'll notice that in an effort to be very very fair, I don't ever do that. I invite everybody to take part in whatever format we offer. For example, there are there's only one race that really impacts outside of of just Tallahassee and it's the state attorney's race. It's multiple counties. So we'll talk to the state attorney candidates in a couple of weeks. Probably talk to the congressional candidates as well. But that's it. The rest will be on podcasts. You can go to the website. You can listen to the interviews however you want to. And the best part of it is the podcast interviews are longer and more in-depth and with no interruptions. It's just me and the candidates, and they've been delightful. It's been great. So uh, I really hope that we can get Rocky on the program. Um, I like him, and I want him a chance, give him a chance to uh, to share his vision for Leon County Schools. But if he doesn't, he doesn't. You know, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Good grief. I've done 7,000 interviews, literally, if if not more, in my time as host of this program. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not going to take it personal. I look at it as just a missed opportunity. So, um, at any rate, eh, you know, it is what it is. We've got... Um, I hope you found that interesting about equal time because most people don't understand it. Most people, including candidates and their handlers, think, well, you had him on. You have to have me on. No, I don't. But I will because I'm a nice guy and I believe in fairness. But I don't have to. Let's do some news. We come back. The big story's in the press box. Then we'll shift gears. We'll talk a little FSU football. Yes, they're off. But there's plenty to talk about. It's kind of a mid-season chat-up with IrishFellowWarchant.com. That is coming up next. It's Friday morning, October 21st. It's beautiful out. It's going to be gorgeous this weekend. And this is The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Five minutes past the hour, it's hour number two of the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. 
Over there in Studio 1A, Ryan Carter, David Allen, running the entire broadcast facility as we speak. Locked up, holed up in the office, programming away. It's good to be with you on Friday, October the 21st. And uh, now I'm sorry. I'm just, I know a lot of you have your kids in the car and they're like, you're like, oh, no, that's not right. That's not right. It's October the 21st. Okay. But it's program 3458 in the morning show. Uh, one of the big stories in the press box. Last night, it will be the final time that candidates Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump share a stage trading a few jokes, lighthearted Catholic charity dinner in New York City, the... Um, Al Smith dinner. Here is uh, a little snapshot audio-wise of what took place. Michelle Obama gives a speech, and everyone loves it. It's fantastic. My wife, Melania, gives the exact same speech. (laughs) And people get on her case. I've had to listen to Donald for three full debates. That is four and a half hours. I have now stood next to Donald Trump longer than any of his campaign managers. Many people tell me that modesty is perhaps my best quality. Usually, I charge a lot for speeches like this. It's great to be here with a thousand wonderful people, or as Hillary calls it, her largest crowd of the season. Because this is a friendly dinner for such a great cause, Donald, if at any time you don't like what I'm saying, feel free to stand up and shout wrong while I'm talking. There you go. Um, Sadly, it did get a little catty at times, and uh, Trump in particular did get off the script of keeping it you know, roast-oriented at oneself or, you know, trading a few barbs with the other. But in in fun, he he went beyond. Yeah, I told David before the show this morning, Donald Trump is his own kryptonite. He's his own worst enemy. Sure, the media is never going to be on the side of anybody who's the nominee of the Republican Party. You have to overwhelm the mainstream media, to get past that. But Trump is literally his own version of kryptonite. Megyn Kelly had Donna Brazil. I was just, I was looking at this clip again over the, uh, over the break. And, and once again, the, the liberal progressive tactic of trying to twist off of the issue Megyn Kelly's asking Donna Brazil, the interim chair of the DNC, did you leak questions to Hillary Clinton that you in advance were co- knew were coming? Donna Brazil was incredulous that she would be attacked through stolen email. Those emails were stolen. What's your point? Did you do it or not? She wouldn't deny it. Of course not, because she did it. The evidence is an email. And once again, and this is where I differ strongly with U.S. Senator Marco Rubio. He said, you know, shouldn't be talking about this stuff. It could happen to us. Yeah. And if it does and you have the same crap in your closet, I hope it gets cleaned. 
Remember what Dad always said? Character's what you do when no one's looking. The WikiLeaks emails, it's not about how they were obtained. Should should foreign countries be hacking into our stuff? No, but they do, and they will if we don't protect it. The question is, what's inside those emails? Is it factual or not? Well, we know it's factual. They aren't made up. But again, the smoke and mirrors. It's about how. No, 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 no. It's about what. Okay, mercifully, let's change gears. Let's talk a little FSU football. They're off this weekend. But Irish Chaffel is kind enough to join us next. We'll talk seminal football next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Got you covered. Traffic and weather every 10 minutes. It's The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Giving it the hip twist while I do the chop like the cheerleaders do. It's uh, it's almost 12 minutes past. Good morning. Morning show with Preston Scott. Ira Chaffel, managing editor, warchant.com, joins me. Ira, good morning. Good morning, Preston. Um, five and two at this point in the season. Is it fair to say that expectations were certainly six and one at the worst? Yeah, I would definitely say so. I think that's the thing. It's like if you were six and one and you didn't lose that one game by forty three points, it, it wouldn't be that bad. Um, but you did lose that one by forty three, and then you lost the North Carolina game, and I think that's why uh, you know people are really hoping for a strong second half because the first half wasn't that great. As you evaluate this team, what? Uh, let's first talk about the offensive side of the ball. I can't get my arms around it. It just seems like the offense is a bit of an enigma. It is. You know, what's weird is, you know, I really thought the offense would be a lot better this year. And I think a lot of people did because, you know, you did have so many guys back on the offensive line, everybody back on the offensive line. Um, but instead of those five playing, they made two changes on the right side. You moved, uh, you put Wilson Bell, a junior on the bench and played a true freshman Landon Dickerson. And then you, uh, you switched from Rick Leonard, who everybody thought was going to be the starting right tackle and brought back rock Brock Rubel. Um, but I thought, you know, a lot of veterans on the offensive line, you know, and I thought DeAndre Francois would be a huge upgrade at quarterback, which he is. I mean, he's much better than Everett Golson. Well, isn't that, uh, the, could, isn't that the weird part of this, though, Ira, is that you normally you would look at an offense and say it's got to be quarterback play. But in this case, you can't say that. DeAndre Francois has been, I think, outstanding. He really has. It's It's been, to me, it, it's, it's this offense has just been uh, – very typical of a Jimbo Fisher offense, you know, kind of between the twenties, but where this offense has really struggled and, and, you know, that hasn't been the case every other year is once they get kind of to the plus side of the field, once they get to the 30, they start looking like they're going to cash in, they self-destruct, whether it's either a sack or it's a turnover or it's a penalty. Um, yeah. They, and it's not even their red zone offense statistically is pretty good, it's just, they, but they have a hard time getting in there. It's like it's a 20 to 25, 30, somewhere in there. It seems to some somehow backfire, but they can move the ball as well as anybody until they get to that point. Is the most underutilized resource on the field, perhaps uh, the second tight end whose name escapes me right now? Um, Maven Saunders. Yeah, Maven Saunders and uh, Ogden Tate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, from a – from a physical mismatch standpoint, and I think, you know, again, this is where 
a lot of the conversations about Jimbo Fisher's offense that, you know, a lot of us had in 2011, 2012, uh, and then kind of put on the back burner during the Jameis years have kind of come back again. And that's one of the things that a lot of people said back then, including myself, was if you've got some guys who could be physical mismatches, you know, why can't you just go to those guys and, and, and let them win their one-on-one battles? Because, as you said, I mean, Auden Tate's 6'5", uh, Maven Saunders is six six, and they're both physical freaks. They, yep. I mean, that catch, the one catch Auden Tate in the end zone last week was phenomenal. It looked like, it looked exactly like Kelvin Benjamin, but instead of going to those matchups, it's it's kind of it's it's just you know run the offense, you know play the veterans, and uh, you know it's kind of more about the offense than it is about getting those mismatches. Irish stand by. Irish Chaffel is going to stay with us for an extra segment this week. We don't have a game this weekend. Next week, boy, do we have a game. We're going to talk about that as well as the defensive side of the ball and just kind of quickly tick off the rest of the schedule. What's it going to look like when the regular season ends? There's not going to be a uh, a conference playoff, a championship game in the Knowles future. So what happens with the rest of the regular season? That's what we'll talk about next. Seminole football on the morning show with Preston Scott. My guest, Irish Chaffel with Warchant.com. It's just about 16 minutes past the hour. It's his job to keep you informed. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. No seminal pick em this week. We'll give you a chance to win some Southern Seafood Market seafood next week for the Clemson game. Oh, that's going to be a barn burner. But we're taking the uh, take advantage of the time to pick the brain of Irish Chaffel, managing editor of Warchant.com. Talk a little FSU football. Ira, I'm not convinced the defensive woes are over. They played a pro-style offense in Miami and uh, played well, showed some heart, no doubt. And they played a really kind of bad offense in Wake Forest, though it was a little bit of a spread. Um, what are your concerns heading to Clemson? Uh, I agree with you. I mean, I don't know that they can keep done the last couple of weeks. They played a lot of man coverage the last couple of weeks. Uh, they've really gone back to a very vanilla defense, and it's worked against a couple, you know, an average offense at Miami and a bad offense against Wake Forest. That's not what they're going to see against Clemson. And Clemson, if you play man, you're going to get stuck in some mismatches because they've got athletes all over the field in offense, just like FSU would do to somebody else. So uh, they're going to have to go back to playing some zone, and they got to avoid those huge breakdowns that we saw earlier in the year. Well, that's that's my question for you. Is it isn't it maybe better to just stay with the man? And if you get beat, just tackle the guy by the ankles, take your fifteen yards and go. But you know what we've seen out of the defense in a zone has been, I mean, quite frankly, embarrassing. It it may be it may be what they end up having to do, and 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 the key to that is you can do that if you're just dominant up front, and I think that's the wild card. FSU's defensive line was supposed to be great this year. We didn't see it the first several weeks. Jimbo says a couple guys were injured, a couple guys were banged up. The players have said there were other mental reasons that they weren't letting loose. Uh, if the defensive line can dominate up front, and there's a chance they can. Clemson's offensive line's been a little inconsistent. Uh, then that changes things. Then you can do that because you don't have to cover that long because you're getting so much pressure in the face of the quarterback. If I were to suggest to you the way, the only way to beat Clemson is to run the hound out of the football and use ball control passing, would you agree? Well, that's what they're going to do no matter what. <laughs> Whatever we think, that's what uh, Jimbo Fisher is going to do. I mean, they, they control the ball uh, second or third in the country, 36 minutes a game. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a game where you're going to see a ton of Dalvin Cook and a lot of 
um, you know, controlled passing by, um, you know, the quarterback. But, you know, the problem last year is, you know, you know, Dalvin broke that long run, and then Clemson really kind of bottled them up, and I think they'll try to do the same thing again. At ACC kickoff during the summer, we talked to Clemson uh, linebacker Brent, Ben Bowler, who had a lot of big plays in that game, and he said, yeah, man, when you play Florida State, it's all about Dalvin Cook. So that's going to be their mindset in this game. Let's look at the schedule beyond Clemson. I, You know, there really aren't cupcakes other than maybe Syracuse, but it is up there, and we seem to be Florida State this year that's a little bit Jekyll and Hyde. So uh, what do you see the rest of the year past Clemson? A lot of dogfights. Um, you know, the Syracuse game, yeah, that's one. I think Florida State should go in and, and handle pretty easily. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, NC State at Raleigh on a night, probably a night game again. I mean, I just think that's a game that... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, I would not put money on Florida State. Um, you know, obviously, Florida is not a very good offensive team, but they've, they've got a great defense. And, and Florida State uh, Florida State hasn't been a, a lockdown defense against really anybody decent. So that game could be a toss-up. I mean, I just think of those five games, I think, you know, Florida State's a guaranteed to only win one of them. I think they'll win three or four of them, but it would be hard to predict. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't, surprise, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they went two and three. It wouldn't surprise me if they went four and one. Uh, would it shock you if they beat Clemson? It would, but it's not out of the realm. You know, I think, and really because Clemson's come here before with a better team and not played well, and uh, that crowd and – and uh, the environment, which hasn't been great all year, could be great that night, and uh, it could affect that offense. Uh, I think the biggest question is Derwin James. Is he anywhere close to being ready to play? You know, it's funny. We When the media has asked Jimbo, he's kind of not been very noncommittal at all. But on his call-in show on Wednesday night, uh, uh, probably a seven-year-old kid called in and asked, and Jimbo came clean and said, yeah, probably not. So it doesn't sound like Derwin James is going to be. I don't think he lied to the seven-year-old. I think it's a better chance he, <laughs> he, he he's lied not telling to you. us the truth. Yes. <laughs> so the question then becomes, at what point do you look at Derwin James and say, take the medical red shirt? You know, I mean, I, I don't think – a lot of people wonder that, but it's not like he's going to stay in school four years anyway, unless he had another terrible injury next year. So, I mean, you could do that. But it's not like he's going to stay in 2019 or whatever it is anyway. He's so you think next year is it no matter what? I do, I do. Okay. Ira, enjoy what I know is a rare weekend off in your business this time of year. Thanks so much for the time this morning. I greatly appreciate it. I will. Take care, Preston. Thank you. Ira Chaffel. Gentleman, and he really knows his football. Really good guy. <laughs> he wouldn't lie to a seven-year-old. He might tell us something different, but he wouldn't lie to a seven-year-old. So uh, we think Derwin might be kind of sort of done, maybe a game or two at the end of the year. Okay. Well, if it is, it is. Don't jeopardize the guy's future or health. I say put him on the shelf if you need to to protect him. 27 minutes past the hour. Let's catch up with some news, some big stories. Panama City. Ooh, I've got some interesting tidbits for you coming up next 
on the morning show with Preston Scott. You facts. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 41 minutes past the hour. Just a, a comment here. Some of you know the story. Some of you really know the story. Conservative alternative to Donald Trump in Utah, Evan McMullen, now leading Trump and Clinton in the polls in Utah. Presidential polls. 31 to 27% with uh, Clinton at 24%. This in part because many of the conservative Mormons in the state are rejecting Trump. I'll just simply put it as directly as I can. Does Evan McMullen, who, by the way, has a very, very interesting resume. He's, he's no slouch. Does he have a right to run for president? Absolutely. Everybody does. You do. I do. As long as you're the right age and, you know, you meet the basic minimum requirements. And my goodness gracious, you look at the two main candidates right now and you know there are minimum requirements. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is getting into the race this late, all he's doing is serving to elect Hillary Clinton. Just a fact. I know it's an uncomfortable fact, but it is one. And it'll upset many of you. That's fine. It's okay. You'll come to your senses when Hillary takes office. And over the next four years, she changes the entire dynamic of the United States Supreme Court, moves us to single payer in health care, and ruins an already disastrous economy. Um, Maybe you'll then understand what I was trying to say to you all this time. I'm not trying to be mean-spirited. I'm just pointing out the obvious. He was not in it to win it. You know, Gary Johnson at least was in it to win it. The problem is there's no traction there. You know, these efforts need to start on November 9th for the next election in 2020. But all he's going to serve to do is ruin the chances of anybody beating Hillary Clinton. The story you're about to hear is true. Names are never changed in this segment to protect anybody because, well, they just need to be embarrassed. It's time for edition of Stupid Criminal Stories on the Morning Show with Preston Scott. And, of course, this comes from Florida. Orange County. Way to go, Orlando. You know, oftentimes a call burglary call to a business ends with the arrest of the suspect in this case the owner and two friends as well according to the arrest affidavit jose gonzalez and michael eller admitted to deputies they broke into the gas bike shop on north orange blossom trail early sunday morning once inside however they were confronted by the owner robert antley who was waiting for them with a gun. Antley told deputies he had been staying there because his shop had had been broken into multiple times, so he decided enough, and so he spent the night, several nights, waiting. But instead of calling 911, Eller and Gonzalez told deputies Antley made the two men strip down to their underwear and face a wall. 
Antley jabbed the gun into both of their sides, threatened to kill him, and then he waited for his brother Joshua and his girlfriend Catherine to show up. They led him to a bathroom in the back of the store where they assaulted and beat the two burglars for more than an hour. Antley claimed his cell phone battery was dead and claimed the men had cut the phone wires. Deputies said, uh, yeah, no, that isn't what happened. So we not only have the arrest of the two burglars, but now the shop owner, his brother, and his brother's girlfriend. Stupid criminal stories. I love it. 46 minutes past the hour. It is the morning show with Preston Scott. What's the beef Friday next hour on the program? The questions you want the answers to. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 51 minutes past the hour. Good morning. What's the beef Friday? Whatever you want to complain about, get your thoughts together. We've got a little audio therapy coming your way in uh, in just about 15 minutes. So make note of the number, 850-205-WFLA, 850-205-9352. If you're brand new to the radio program, welcome to the morning show. And uh, we remind you that What's the Be Friday is all about just getting it off your chest. Whatever you want to complain about, if it matters to you, it matters to me. And so we'll get to that next hour here on the program. Hey, forget October baseball. What the possibility of the Cubs and the Indians? Who cares? It's all about the world championship of barbecue, my friends, in Tennessee this weekend. It's about to get real, sweet, and spicy in Lynchburg, Tennessee. It's going to be a hoot. As almost 100 barbecue teams from around the world fire up their smokers and secret barbecue sauce for the 28th annual Jack Daniels Championship Invitational Barbecue in Lynchburg, home of Jack Daniels Whiskey. Spokesman Steve May. You know, our town's usually about 500 people with one stoplight. The day of the barbecue will balloon to 25, 30,000 people. Just cars everywhere. All uniting around barbecues in what's considered the world's most friendly but serious competition. $10,000 and plenty of wet naps up for grabs, though really. The number one prize they win is the bragging rights that they won the Jack. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. That would be awesome to see that spectacle. You know what I would want? I would want a, a webcam mounted on top of a pole or on a crane way, way up there taking photos of wherever they gather like every every couple minutes and then assemble that into a montage when this was over of the crowd gathering mushrooming to 25 or 30,000 and then going back to life as normal with 500 people in the town that would be hilariously fun that would be great this is I think this is a marketing mistake. Tell me what you think. Snoopy is fired as a spokesdog for MetLife. Oh, good grief. The insurance company is pink slipping our favorite beagle after 31 human years and 217 dog years, saying it's launching a new global branding effort, one that doesn't include Snoopy and the rest of the Peanuts crew. MetLife says it's getting out of the domestic retail life insurance business and doesn't think Snoopy will remain a fit for its ads. Time to get out the old Red Baron uniform, Snoop, and suit up. Michelle Polino, Fox News. That is crushing. 
That is absolutely crushing news. Does that mean no more MetLife blimp with Snoopy on the front? If they're cleansing themselves of that, then yeah, because my hunch is they pay a rights fee to um, the Charles Schultz estate, whoever owns the uh, the 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 Peanuts characters' rights. But still, how often do we see the the Snoopy MetLife blimp? Not just the Goodyear blimp, but the Snoopy MetLife blimp. That's just that's a bummer. So let's turn things around here. This is what's trending. Officer Chase Miller of the Granbury Police Department responded to a 911 call about a young boy who stopped breathing. Yes, ma'am. I, my son is, we're, we're at KFC and my son's not breathing. Miller rushed to help. The three-year-old was having a seizure from a high temperature. His parents were beside themselves. Miller gave the boy CPR and after several long minutes, the boy started breathing again. Dash cam video caught the dramatic rescue on camera. The police department shared the video on social media and thousands are applauding. Miller was honored with the department's life-saving award this week. He says he never dreamed of making a difference by saving a life, but he's thankful, blessed, and very relieved to know the boy is up and at him. I'm Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Wow. Yeah, when um, when you see that happen as a parent, it's just devastatingly difficult. But thank goodness for help, huh? Wow. All right, what you got in your craw here, stuck? What do you need to? Um, what do you need to clear out? Get off your chest to enjoy your day and your weekend. That's what what's the beef Friday is all about. Want to talk about the president actually suggesting that Obamacare is like a like start a home? You don't have everything you want. But it gets you going. Like the MRI machine in the attic that costs five times what you said it would cost. That kind of starter home. Wow. What's the beef Friday's next? 205 WFLA 850-205-9352. It's time to vent. Liar, liar. Pants suit on fire. No matter how big or small the issue. Let's go ahead and get Donald McDonald in. He created me as a job. <laughs> if it's bothering you, it's bothering us. I've had enough. Call now. 205-WFLA. I need your call. 205-9352. So, what's the beef? It's as simple as dialing that number. And many of you are getting in on the uh, flow here. You wait for the news, you start calling in. We've got a line open at 205-WFLA, 850-205-9352. The exclusive presentation of the Morning Show with Preston Scott. It is What's the Beef Friday. Your chance to get it off your chest. Whatever you want to complain about is fair game, just so you don't use profanity, rule number one. And you don't make it personal, rule number two. That means that if you have a bad experience at a business, by all means, tell us what happened. Just leave the name of the business out of it because we don't want to hurt anybody. If uh, if somebody's going to drop a, a name of a business out there, just let it be me. I'm a professional broadcaster. Let me carry that burden. All right? It's as simple as that. 
But you can complain about anything your little heart desires, truly, and you will feel better. And that's what this segment's all about. It's all about providing a, a kinder, gentler community wherever you are because that little thing that might set you off later in the day, you are relieved of it by virtue of getting it off your chest right now. So when you hear us cycle through a call, it's 850-205-WFLA, 850-205-9352. We welcome to the program Jim. Jim, thanks for calling, and what's the beef? Well, I hate to start this off on a serious note, but I was reading a news story on the Internet Mm -hmm. having to do with a court case in Mississippi, and they kept characterizing a well-known provider of abortion services and baby parts as a woman's health provider. I'm sorry, I got a real problem with that. Heck yeah. They did it not only once, but at least twice in the same article. And uh, I went on, I post, put on a Twitter post and a Facebook post, and uh, your opportunity came up, so I thought I'd vent here, too. That's why we're here. I hear a little bit of a grin on your face. You feel a little, a little lightened? I feel a little lightened. I'll feel better after morning prayers. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, good one. That's a good play right there. That's a smart way to do it. That frees up a line, 205-WFLA, 850-205-9352. Let's go to Brian. Brian, thanks for calling the morning show with Preston Scott. What's the beef? Good morning. Um, my beef is with Trump's missed opportunities. Um, your last caller actually pointed one out, uh, uh, partial birth abortion. He loved that one. Uh, if he had just been able to... Uh, actually say what it is well he got off to a good start though yeah but he he just said (laughs) the baby ripped out you know which that's not the case it's it's they're holding the baby in preventing the birth and uh there's no medical reason for it none and that was her position he could have nailed her on that the second um uh, well uh chris wallace did not go back on hillary and make Hillary answer her part of the question about Bill's uh, accusers and her treatment of the, the victims. And we've got one that just came out again, you know, just recently. So, you know, what's good for the goose? And he could have done that. But the one that could have won the election is, and the debate, I believe, is, is if he had said when he was talking about all she does is talk, that's what she does for a living. All she does is talk, and these people are not paying to listen to her speak. He's not that good. Thank you. They expect a return on the investment. There you go. Thank you, Brian. There were, it's been noted frequently, missed opportunities, no doubt. Greg, Clint, Lee, you are on deck. What about you? It's 850-205-9352. 850-205-WFLA. It's What's the Beef Friday on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Enough is enough. What's the Beef? The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 11 minutes past the hour. What's the Beef Friday continues. Your chance to get it off your chest. If you're new, call in. You'll enjoy it. Just a little 
lighthearted, maybe sometimes not so lighthearted. Sometimes, you know, the burden's heavy. And you just need to lighten the load a little bit to enjoy your day and your weekend. That's why we're here. We're here to help. Greg's been very patient on the phone lines. 850-205-WFLA, 850-205-9352. Greg dialed that number and called in. Welcome to the show, Greg. What's the beef? Four examples of Hillary Clinton fanatics who know the facts but not the follow-up. One, Donald Trump raped a 13-year-old girl. Follow-up, it was at Jeffrey Epstein's party. The case was thrown out of court this past summer. The rehearing is scheduled in New York for December, more than a month after the election. Two, the ninth victim stepped forward claiming sexual battery at the U.S. Open with Gloria Allred. Follow-up, the statute of limitations on sexual battery expires long before forcible rape and murder. Three, Donald Trump clothing is made overseas in countries like China. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Follow up. Where was your Hillary Clinton t-shirt made? India or Honduras? Four. The idea of the mainstream press and the Hillary Clinton campaign to take down Donald Trump like Cardinal Law in the Academy Award winning motion picture Spotlight. Follow up. Donald Trump has had nothing but witness hearsay. The evidence against Bill Cosby and Cardinal Law had depositions and settlements. Trying to correct these people on Facebook is really put my Bible reading in a political oblivion. <laughs> Greg, thanks very much for the phone call. I appreciate it. Let's go to Clint. Clint, thanks for calling in. What's the beef? Hey, Preston. Uh, great to, to be here on Friday. Man, that last call was enough beef to make a hamburger. Let, <laughs> let me tell you, there's a double standard that exists in this country, and it's not fair. It is these women who get on an airplane with all these bags. You get one carry-on. And they show up with a huge purse. You've never seen them out in public with that purse. And then they show up with their actual carry-on, which is some oversized roller bag. And then they show up with a shopping bag as if they went through the, the, the shops at the airport in Tallahassee uh, on a shopping spree. But in reality, it's all stuff full of clothes. And I'm getting on with just my billfold. So, hey, pay the $25 bag fee and quit cramping my little plane out of Tallahassee. Uh, and quit ruining my life, ladies. <laughs> you feel better? Yes, sir. Thank you, Clint. I appreciate it. Appreciate the phone call. That frees up a line. It's uh, 850-205-WFLA, 850-205-9352. Lee, you've been very patient. Good morning. Welcome. What's the beef? Yeah, I, I'm just kind of curious when they're going to have Magnolia over near um, South Meridian open back up. Seems like they've been working on that project for two years. I wonder I, who they're related to that's <laughs> running that project. I don't know. Um, it's That's a tough part of town to be working, though. I'll say that much. Do you it take, is, but, man, they're just working on one little section. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on there. Are they? I mean, is it utility-related? Is it? Are they trying to correct stormwater issues? What? 
I don't really know. They've had it blocked off there, only local traffic only, and you can't even go completely through at all. So it's hard to say. I think it's a little bit of everything. Got it, Lee. Thanks very much. Let me fit one more call in quick. Haas, how you doing? What's the beef? Hey, the beef is on the NFL. I want to know how many officials got fined or uh, reprimanded that handled the football long before Brady ever saw it, and his stuff was all on hearsay uh, uh, from a cell phone call. Anyway, that's it. That's it, buddy. Thanks, bud. Thanks. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, the the most damning evidence against Tom Brady was was all the uh, swag that was given to the guys that were handling the footballs. But honestly, I would have said, who cares? It didn't affect the outcome of the game. Don't don't let this happen again. Let's move on. That's just me, though. I'm practical. More of your calls next. 205 WFLA, 850-205-9352. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Enough is enough. What's the beef? The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 21 minutes past the hour. The final session of therapy is about to begin. We've got room for you. 205 WFLA, 850-205-9352. Marshall wrote in, I've got the most learned audience in the world. Uh, for for the caller that asked about Magnolia, when's that going to be done? Uh, Marshall says he was told about Christmas time. So uh, we've got a few more weeks of dealing with that construction area. All right, simple as that. Larry, you've been very, very patient. Thanks so much for calling in and waiting. What is your beef, sir? Uh, yes, I'll be quick. I just, how everybody was talking about Trump saying it was a rigged election, it didn't get said that he was only talking about the fact that she shouldn't be allowed to run because of what she's done uh, over there in Benghazi and whatnot. And that's the only thing he was talking about. And I believe that as well. That's all I got to say. Thank you very much, Larry. I, you know, here's the thing. I think that's part of it, but his, his remarks following have indicated that it literally is about concerns in certain parts of the country of people voting. It, look, he just needed to make his point better. And uh, by pointing to, for example, Florida and the 2000 election, Al Gore said, congratulations, Mr. President. Then he called him and took it back. You remember that? And and then what followed? I think that's the point Trump's making more than any other. And given that we have facts related to people voting in Pennsylvania. For example, one of the headlines today, 700 people verified to have voted twice in Pennsylvania. Now, 700 people may not change an election, but it may. And if you multiply that in enough key areas, well, and and with what we've seen with the uh, with the Democrats and Hillary Clinton based on the email and based on the uh, the expose by Project Veritas, I think it's a fair concern. I really do. Hey, Bill, thanks for calling into the program. Hey, I had this uh, very energetic discussion with my brother about this over the weekend, and my beef is people who excused Tom Brady by saying that it didn't affect the outcome of the game, so let's, nothing to see here, let's not worry about it. My argument was if somebody tried to cheat in an election and it didn't affect the outcome of the election, would that be okay too? 
I get your point, but it's a football game, not an election, and uh, and I I do understand cheating is cheating. I just I think that you know Roger Goodell has has more important things to worry about than the uh, than the weight of a football and the inflation rate of a football in a game that was one sided. I agree, but like you said just now, cheating is cheating and sin is sin. So that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate the phone call. I hope you feel better getting that off your chest. You know, I just I think the Tom Brady thing got away from the commissioner. You know, Roger Goodell has bigger fish to fry. You know, why, you know, he, we talked about this earlier in the week. He's sitting there trying to figure out why aren't people watching the NFL this year? It's way down. Why? It's got to be the competitiveness of the games. I don't think it has anything to do with these protests. Au contraire. No, I think a lot of it has to do with the protests. I think, in fact, had Roger Goodell as opposed to worrying about issues like football and, and quite frankly, you know, Tom Brady's mistake was that he gave the, uh, the ball boys there a little swag, and, uh, and it looked like in return for deflating the football somewhat. You know, I, you know in, in my head, I'm thinking, why in the world would you need to do that? It just, it just makes no sense. But on the grand scheme of things, okay, yeah. But you know what, Bill? Let's let's stay with your football metaphor. There's holding on every play. The officials call it sometimes. They don't call it all the time. Why? It would be a drag to the game. They just call the egregious stuff. Yeah, but they're cheating. Cheating's cheating. Sin, sin. Okay. I, I just, okay. You know, you feel the way you do. That's fine. No problem. But um, but Roger Goodell should be worried about the um, uh, the protests and that he could stop them. Very, 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 very easily. Sorry about that. I got going there. George, thanks for calling. You're the last caller this morning. Good morning, sir, and thanks for taking the call. My pleasure. Uh, What's the beef? My beef is really not so much as it is a beef. It's a comparison. Um, I just had a talk with my son uh, last weekend who did some free tours overseas. And uh, I asked him if he had to put his uniform back on today and go back over, which candidate would you want to be your commander-in-chief? It was an easy answer for him. The other comparison I wanted to make is what uh, Hillary Clinton did to our boys over there in Benghazi and what Lyndon Johnson does. They're both the same guy. Thanks so much for the phone call, George. Appreciate that. I heard an interesting comparison. Unborn babies. Still in the womb? What party do you think they'd be uh, members of and what candidate do you think they'd be voting for? 27 minutes past the hour. It's the morning show. Can you make the right choice in November? It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Email address, Preston at iHeartRadio.com. Randy sent me a note. It's a Facebook post. This is pretty good. So my son Jason graduated first in his uh, AIT Stinger missile class. So he got to fire a live missile at a target drone. I asked him later what the effective range of the Stinger is, and he replied, I'd tell you, Dad, but then I'd have to kill you. That's the standard military answer 
about divulging highly classified information. In the third debate, Hillary told our told the world our nuclear response time is four minutes. She should lose any and all security clearances immediately. Fair point? Fair point. What would happen if Randy's son sat down with a few of his buddies, not on national television, sat down with a few of his boys over a couple of brews and said, yeah, you know, I got to... I got to fire some stingers. Let me tell you what these bad boys can do. And one of those buddies takes that information, says, you know, my boy, my boy, Jason, just these stingers are bad missiles, man. He says they can blank, 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 blank. Pentagon catches word because they've got programs that run certain algorithms and they find certain terms and they then they zero in on where's this coming from. And next thing you know, Jason's behind closed doors facing charges. Hillary Clinton over and over and over and over revealed classified information and had unclassified, or rather, and had classified information on a a private server, not a government-secured one, which is... Not necessarily secure. That could be an oxymoron. A government-secured server. And what happens? Yeah. A couple other big things in the press box besides Hillary and and the double standard of Hillary. Panama City folks, listen up. Bubba, speaking of Hillary, Bubba. Bill Clinton will be in your little neck of the woods tomorrow. 10 a.m., Martin Luther King Jr. Rec Center, East 14th uh, Court. That's what I think that means. The campaign says, join us to welcome former President Bill Clinton to Bay County as he'll discuss Hillary Clinton's plans to build an economy that works for everyone, not just those at the top. Can I ask you, I just want to ask you, and and for those of you that may be inclined to to make a poster and show up, not to not to love, but to inform, can I ask you all a question? And and I pose this as well to those of you that secretly listen to the program and you're Hillary sycophants. What would happen if there were no rich people? How many of you would have a job? that don't work for the government. Rich people make it possible for the rest of us to work. And they're kind enough to create industry that gives us even a chance at a career because of rich people. We don't seem to question how much money Julia Roberts or Ben Affleck or Matt Damon or anyone else makes for their movies or anyone else makes for their music but we seem to have a problem for someone that creates industry and thousands of jobs just find that curious also Panama City looking at renaming the historic district Harrison actually they've done it the um, downtown improvement board I'm 
it's a smart idea. Visit Harrison in Panama City. The Harrison District in Panama City. I like that. It's got a ring to it. 46 minutes past the hour. It is the morning show with me. Justice and the American way. Like Superman, only with a microphone. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 51 minutes past the hour. Glenn Beck on deck. Glenn Beck on deck. Glenn Beck on deck. Woo! Hope you have good plans for the weekend. Told you I'm working in the yard today, tomorrow. Run a few errands today. Work in the yard. Work in the yard tomorrow. Go to church Sunday morning and then go to FSU soccer. It is just going to be spectacularly beautiful. If you've never been to an FSU women's soccer game, it doesn't cost you a penny until the postseason. It's free of charge. Who's the voice of FSU soccer? I don't know who they have up there now. I'm not sure who's the PA. Yeah, they don't do anything on radio with it. It's just they just they might do something kind of like you know streaming. They might do something streaming, but I don't know. No, I, I mean you know calling the game there at the stadium. I thought it was Jason Taylor. He was doing it a, a few times. I don't know if he's still there. I haven't been to a game this year. It the season comes and goes so fast. They start in August, and they're, well, I mean, they're wrapping it up now, the end of October, and then they'll be in postseason play. FSU beat uh, number four Duke last night. FSU's been ranked one through nine. I think they're ranked eight or nine right now. They've only lost twice this year. Um, Mark Krikorian plays probably one of the best schedules in the country, and so that here's my point. You're going to be out in the sunshine. It won't cost you anything to go sit and enjoy the game. Go out there. Have fun. A couple of other things here in the news worth mentioning. This story just cracks me up. Larry Sanders finishing fourth in a by-election to fill the seat in the British Parliament vacated by former Prime Minister David Cameron. Sanders representing the left-leaning Green Party and taking 3% of the vote. He was always an outsider in what is a traditionally conservative district. The election contested by all of England's main political parties as well as the regular array of more unusual groups including the monster-raving Looney Party and the Bus Pass L this party in London Simon Owen Fox News Did you hear who it was It's Larry Sanders You know who that is Gary Shandling No Bernie Sanders brother What Bernie Sanders brother coming up short in a bid to be elected the British Parliament That's the write up in the story Oh those Sanders always coming up short <laughs> Did you hear about the Sanders boys? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Time for the morning show 180. Look back at the radio program in 180 seconds or less. It was on this date way back when. What was it? 1879. Thomas Edison invents the first practical incandescent light bulb but i sat and and waxed on and on about the phonograph i still think it's one of the most remarkable inventions ever i think the phonograph is right behind fire as 
as one of the great inventions ever. Big stories in the press box. Bill Clinton coming to Panama City tomorrow, 10 a.m. Martin Luther King Rec Center. Downtown historic Panama City rebranding itself Harrison. I like the idea. Come visit historic Harrison in Panama City. I think it's a I think it's a locator. I think it's I think it's smart, but we'll see what that what what that leads to. Hillary Clinton likely revealed military sec- very very secure military well not so secure military secrets at this point. In the debate on Wednesday night, she said, "Yeah, we got about 4 minutes." Once the president gives the order for us to do what we do in a nuclear conflict. Whoops, did I say that? That's all that was missing. Ooh, did I say that? Think I made a mistake there. Oh, so much to talk about. It's a a non-FSU football weekend. Enjoy it. Get some stuff done. Play a little golf. Do a little fishing. Spend time with the family. As always, we appreciate you listening to the broadcast. On Monday, Steve Stewart will join us. Get caught up on Tallahassee News, Dr. Joe Camps, and more. Have a great weekend. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.